Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What up, baby? What a night. What a night, huh? What a night. Steph Curry breaks Ray Allen's record for threes made career in the first quarter of the Warriors' 105-96 win over the Knicks at Madison Square Garden last night. And that's the only way to start the day. I mean, two of his first three from downtown, he's, uh, he, guys, what he just did was like, a, to me, it's a celebration more than just of hitting threes. It's a celebration mm-hmm. of imagination in sports. You know, like once upon a time, everyone said, oh, you can't hit the ball over the fence, drag bunt and hit them where they ain't. And Babe Ruth's like, nah, you know what? I could hit it over the fence. Changed the game. And Steph Curry changed the game. He changed the way the game is played. Well, you don't get any extra points for shooting from way back there. You might as well come up to the line. Yeah, but I create extra space, but I become more unguardable. You can't shoot 10, 12 threes a game. It's crazy. 15 threes, it's nuts, right? Like, you're not going to – no, yeah, I can. He changed the game, Jay. He revolutionized the game. I mean, we've been talking about it here on our show for a while. Um, first off, the evolution of the game. Seeing last night, you know, I was at the Garden for a second. Uh, then I went over to Brooklyn and was able to see two incredible games, by the way, uh, last evening. But You went to both watching, games. Yeah, watching Ray Allen and Reggie Miller stand next to him and playing against Reggie. Uh, Ray being like a bigger brother to me and, and watching the next iteration of those two was just phenomenal, understanding that's where the game has been imagined. But also I want to say this, um, coming from a predominantly isolated league, what I'm isolation play league, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, D. Wade, those type of players, the way he made that last shot last night to actually get the record epitomizes how he has also brought the game back to movement. I don't think people recognize how difficult it is, you know, moving without the ball, but also the way he was tracking backwards. He's backpedaling at a crazy speed to catch the ball, stop right on the dime, lift up with Alec Burke's hand right in your face to raise it over the top. And the ball, just the, the purity of the shot, Max and Key, the ball to go <laughs> Like the ball, to go, think about that sound, not to hit the rim, just splash it in the garden. That just epitomizes the, the greatness of the shot, which claims the record for the greatest shooter in the history of the game of basketball. It was beautiful to see and witness. Guy? Mm. Yeah, it was, a, uh, it was certainly a, a, a beauty. There's no question about it. But, you know, you anticipated that he was going to get it. There's no question about it. When a guy is that deadly of a shooter, it was just a matter of time. And I think that the only other thing for me that would have sealed the deal if he could have did it in Oakland, the garden was great because obviously it's the garden and, and it's magical moments in basketball and whatnot. But when you do it in front of your home crowd, gives those fans that's been with you your entire career, uh, 
you know, that, that, that self that they've been with you through the journey, through the ride, through the ups, the downs, the, all, all those sort of things, more ups than downs, for, clearly for the Golden State Warriors since Curry's been on that team. But it gives you that. That's the only other thing. Other than that, having Reggie Miller in the stands and Ray Allen there surprisingly coming down at the end and uh, presenting him with the jerseys, those sort of things are just moments that you can't take away from such a, a, a night and, you know, it's – now the question becomes how much more, like, right, you got – he's probably got another six years of basketball left in him at a level. Threes. Mm-hmm. You know, so imagine those numbers continuing to climb. Just go keep climbing and keep climbing and keep climbing to a point where a different conversation will come up about who can and when can somebody surpass him in his greatness. Start the day is brought to you by Indeed. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Visit Indeed.com. So you brought it up, Key. It, it couldn't have happened. I mean, maybe in a better environment if it's at home. I don't know. Madison Square Garden is is like the mecca. Because he was, uh, he was only two away, we knew it was going to happen on Tuesday. And so Ray Allen could be in the building to see it. Reggie Miller was on the call for TNT just like he was on the call for when, when Ray broke his record, Reggie's record. Here's Steph with Scott Van Pelt on what it meant to have the previous two record holders, Reggie Miller and Ray Allen, in attendance. Reggie and Ray, for me, were the icons of shooting the basketball, obviously along with my dad. Uh, But to be out there on the court and have those guys supporting me and cheering me on and uh, enjoying the moment with me, like... It's, it's hard to really put in the words. You see the, the, the polished product out there, but right. know, the, the, the reps and, and that's gone into it over the, uh, the course of the journey and knowing how many teammates have been a part of this as well. Somebody's got set screens for me. Somebody got them in the ball. And, you know, there's, there's been a lot of people that have, have, have filled in, you know, those roles for me as well. So hopefully they can celebrate this as well. Guys, there's a, there's a, there's a line, a lyric, Lupe Fiasco that always stayed mm. with me, that, 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 like, I think about it in moments like this. It's a simple thing, but it, like, made an impression on me. Did you improve on the design? Did you do something new? Right? Because most of us are, are derivative. Most of us, there's, there's an original, and then there's a derivative. Sometimes, by the way, the derivative can be better than the original, right? Because you take the original, you refine it, you refine it through the years, generations. Mm-hmm. But Steph Curry is not only the next iteration of what you said, like he's the latest and the greatest of the shooters. He improved on the design. He did something new. He took it and did something new with it and changed the game, Jay. Well, I mean, and, and look, the process is not going to stop for him. I, the, the question is, you know, for me, is as he continues to play at this pace, look, three-point shot attempts has gone up exponentially, okay? Like back in 1990, it was at 10% three-point shot attempts as opposed compared to the amount of shots you take in the course of a game. It's gone up to 40% now. So if the game is trending in this direction, uh, you have to think that there will be other iterations that will try to you know, have the volume of shots to try to break that one day. Uh, I'm not saying it can be done, but, I mean, it, he's going to make it very challenging, but that's where the game is trending. Yeah, although guys. although maybe, Key, it gets maxed out at a certain point and people start – it opens up the mid-range and so – the threes yeah, decline, but, yeah. or there's a rules change because there's just too many threes. Like I, he does have yeah, a bunch more a, years to it tack might be on. A, a rule change, and they might go to the four point deal. But you got to think about it. He did it in five hundred and less, 
fewer gains, right? Mm-hmm. So if you do the math, you guys are geniuses and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You do the math yep. and you add on the numbers of the years that he could continue to play and think about and then take and backtrack the years that Ray Allen stopped playing or Reggie Miller stopped playing. Ain't no way in the hell nobody ever go- is going to catch Steph Curry. There's no way in hell they're going to catch Steph Curry. Think about it. He did it in 511 less fewer games. Mm-hmm. So you figure, let's say he plays another, I don't know, five, six years, and you do the math on that. That's what 400 and some games or whatever the case may be. I mean, like, come on. Yeah, but, but now but, you now yeah. you adding on to that? But that, that Ain't was, no way. But, Keith, that was my point, though. It was the fact that, you know, when Ray and Reggie, these guys are playing a night where they would have nine or ten three-point attempts. Like, that was a lot back then. You know, now you're having guys who are having 16, 17. Like, it, the, the volume has increased drastically and also about how you attack the three-point shot. To your point, Jay, and key, to Jay's point, when Steph got in the league, and even though he did it in 500 fewer games, or, or you know, it's a lot l- less, right? On the other hand, he entered a league where the conditions were more like they were for Reggie Miller and Ray Allen. So he attempted fewer than five threes a game for the first three seasons of his career. Then it goes up to under eight to around eight for the next three seasons. And then it gets to double digits. So that's the first six years. Now he's created a league where the next Steph Curry is going to come into the league shooting, you know, 12, 14 threes a game from year one. So it's still a tall order. Yeah, shooting, shooting them is and making them is something making else. Them is yeah. a different thing. Making You're exactly right. You're exactly is right. another. <laughs> By the way, for all those threes he takes, he's a lifetime 43% shooter from three. Like, and, and the other thing is this. You know the best three-point shot ever? Like, Clay Thompson's so pure. And there are other guys who can really shoot the lights out. The fact that Steph gets his own shot and does it, and, Jay, you described the difficulty of the record breaker last night. Mm-hmm. It's different. He's not spotting up, waiting for the ball, taking him wide open. It's insane it's what he's doing. Move, man. And then hitting 43% of them. All right, a little early in the morning to get this excited. We are well, asking, is Steph Curry, or Steph Curry is the blank greatest player of all time. Blank greatest player of all time. Aaron says he's fifth behind LeBron, Shaq, Jordan, and Kobe. Be a part of – Aaron has not, uh, not, has not lived many years is what I'm guessing. Uh-oh. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Neither has Yates. You always know the youngins haven't seen anything yet. ESPN ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. The fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. I'll tell you where he ranks for me at 8 a.m. Eastern. It's almost a week later. And one NFL head coach is still talking about one bone-headed play. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. 
With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com/morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com/morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80 and your smart speakers. Uh. Presented hey. by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Dr. Pepper, call in line. We're asking 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Steph Curry is the what greatest player of all time. Let me be very clear. If you want to put him first, that's up to you. But we're not saying he's the greatest player of all time. We're asking you where you put him. Is he the fifth? Is he the tenth? Is he the fifteenth? Where do you have Steph Curry all time? So the Steelers lost on Thursday night, and we talked about this a ton on Friday since Chase Claypool's celebration cost the Steelers time at a critical point in the game. Mike Tomlin is still talking about it. Here's Coach yesterday on Claypool learning from the mistake. We don't wait for stuff like that to happen to to address it. That's built in our two-minute teachings uh, at team development, and obviously – uh, he had a misstep in that area. He had missteps in other areas. He's a young guy that's growing uh, and developing in a lot of ways. Um, it can't happen fast enough for him, and it can't happen fast enough for us. Um, we're going to continue to push that growth and development as long as he's a willing participant. Uh, he has been, and, and so we're just going to keep moving forward. Key, what do you make of this from Tomlin? And by the way, and what happened in Thursday night's game with Claypool? Mike Tomlin was on spot on. I mean, he's a young player in a situation. Uh, these players nowadays, and even when I play, you, you get caught up in a moment because you're going back and forth and you're chattering with players, and sometimes you just get caught in a moment and you do something that ultimately uh, could be a, a mistake, and his growth will catch up to his play, and he won't have these problems again in the future. Um I, when he did it in the game, if you was next to me, you'd be like, why are you screaming at the television? I don't think he could hear you. Because the moment, as soon as he did it, I said some words that my mother certainly wouldn't be proud of if I had to say them on air. It just, what, you know, the reaction is like, what are you doing? You know, and, but it wasn't like that. Because I clearly knew the, I knew the situation. So he get the first down, let's go, bam, get a ball to the referee, let's go. Opposed to messing around, first down signals, ball goes away. Those those minutes, those precious seconds are clicking off the clock slowly but surely. They just ticking away. 
Now, you catch it, you get, you find a referee, you get a ball back, you line up, you get going back in your two-minute drill so you can get going, get going, get going, opposed to messing around and then you can't even get lined up correctly. It's just, it. I've seen it. I've seen it before. And, and, and to be honest with you, quite frankly, I probably did it in my career too. That's what I was going to ask. So, like, do you have any memories specifically of, oh, I was a young knucklehead. That was stupid. In the NFL, not in college or before, as yeah, a pro. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course I've, I've, so I have memories of things that, things that I did. I was like, damn, I should have did that. Like what? But it'll never, it'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's the way – I've always, whenever I do something that I shouldn't do, I'm not going to repeat that mistake again. Mm-hmm. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn from it. And um, for me, I'm trying to think it was uh, probably something similar. I lined up on the wrong side of the ball mm-hmm. in, in a situation where we're in a two-minute drill, but I'm supposed to be on the right side of, of the ball. And I think I wind up being on the left side, even though, I caught the ball on the left side. They wanted me to go all the way to the right, which I was supposed to line up that way. And what happens is because I was on the left side of the field, I just felt it was easier for me to line up on the left. But what happened is the play couldn't be called that way. Mm-hmm. And so those seconds ticked off to a point where we had to call a timeout so that I could get lined up correctly. So hard in the NFL, man. you got so many guys on a team, and everyone's eventually going to have a mental lapse at some point in their careers. But what and, we and it wind can cost up- you a game. But the good thing about it is we wind up teaching everybody both sides. Uh So when we got caught up in that situation where if you lined up on one side and you catch that ball and we want to flip it, we don't even have to move. We can just stay there and we don't have to worry about it. Now you know every single position in the two minutes. Okay, you know, we we saw this in some of the biggest moments in sports, right? J.R. Smith, LeBron James. You know, where that, that infamous picture of LeBron being like, look at the clock, look at time situation, right, during the NBA Finals. Well, uh, that's a little different. No, uh, why? But, but you know why, though? Because uh, that dude is like a 20-year veteran in the I know, NBA. I, I, I hear you. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying it's more so key about situational awareness. Yes. And yes. my thing is I, I, the, the move was egregious, obviously, by Chase to celebrate the first down. But, like, okay, like lapses happen. It was more so about, for me, Key, the more egregious move was after Turner tries to come over and take the ball from him to put the ball down so they can line up so then they can spike the ball, the temper tantrum that he throws at Turner and his teammates at that moment, that's where I'm like, where's your head at, man? Mm -hmm. Like, why are you not in the game? Because, Key, I'm sure just like you recognize when you lined up on the wrong side, you're like, damn it. I lined up on the wrong side, but if you're in the game, like all right, like that's over. I need to put it I need you. to get my stuff straight. Like let's get back in the game. Well, that kind of spoke you, volumes to young, me about where he is mentally. Yeah, but when you're young like that, though, man, and you think you that dude. See, Chase Claypool think he that dude. Mm. He has some mild success, so he really feel like I've arrived. Like he got a long ways yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like you had a good year. Yeah, you was cool as a rookie. You was, you know, you was you was good, but you got a long ways to go and. Sometimes, you know, they start feeling themselves and not really understanding, like, man, you're not really like that, to be honest with you. You're just a guy with a number on. Mm-hmm. And I think as he grows, he become, he'll become better. But right now, he's just a guy with a jersey on. Let's get to mm-hmm. the Steelers. And by the way, real quick, J.R. Smith, since his name came up, you know he just 
got a 4.0. Yeah, congrats, He went back JR. to college. Everyone clowns JR. Meantime, he went back to school for the right reasons and just had a 4.0 and was, like, legit emotional about it. That doesn't happen by accident. No JR slander. Re- I'm <laughs> right, with you. Respect. Right. Right. Spinning this forward, Big Ben is reaching the end, or maybe he has already or uh, something like that. Adam Schefter reported that Ben has told people internally this will be his last season, which is interesting because originally what we heard was last in Pittsburgh. Todd McShay's mock draft 1.0 was released yesterday, and Kenny Pickett, the Pitt quarterback, was the first quarterback off the board at 12 to the Steelers. Key, should the Steelers go with Pickett or a veteran like your guy, Derek Carr? You know, I would, I would wait and see what's available. I mean, the draft's not till April, right? Free agency is before the draft. Um, so let's see where it is in the offseason. Let's evaluate everything. All quarterbacks, all hands on deck, all draft picks available. Let's try and upgrade the position, and let's see where we're at as a team. What are we bringing in? What are we moving out? If we're bringing in a team to compete right now, then I don't want a rookie quarterback. I need a veteran guy. But if we're going to slowly move this thing forward and say to ourselves, Let's get rid of all the, the older players that we have that can't help us move forward, including Ben Roethlisberger and some other guys on the offensive line and in the secondary or wherever we got, and let's try and figure out the holes that we need to fill. And at that point, that'll be a determining factor on what I do at the quarterback spot. None of these quarterbacks that are in the draft, uh, whether it's, it's Sam Howell, whether it's Pickett, uh, whether it's um, um, any of these guys, They're not, I would call, franchise quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Well, there is a franchise quarterback. Could he be a replacement for Big Ben? I call him a franchise. Aaron Rodgers? Would he love playing ball in Pittsburgh? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. All right. Packers are the number one seed in the NFC. Doesn't seem to be enough for Aaron Rodgers. 
Well, no one's talking. <laughs> no one's talking about all the off-season stuff anymore. No one's talking about misleading about vaccination. Like we're not just, just not talking about it anymore. We're we're just trying to talk about what a great player he is because he's crazy great. Interesting line from you. Doesn't seem to be enough for Aaron Rodgers. No, just the, like you know, the the uh, what's what's key called the, the germ spreading, right? You would think players don't want that. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Because here is Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show on the moves the Packers have made to get them into the top seed. That's been uh, been a good year conversation between Brian and myself. Um, you know, I feel like I've been involved in a lot of conversations uh, about certain uh, individuals on the squad and also on other squads. But we've had a lot of guys who I think were kind of outcast guys. So I think that sets an attitude in the squad of guys who are able to set aside their ego and have some sort of chip on their shoulder and have some appreciation for coming together, being a part of chemistry in the locker room. It's a good feeling coming to work every day. So you love being a Green Bay Packer right now, yeah? <laughs> I love playing ball, man. Oh, he's I, loving ball. Oh. Loving ball. This guy, loving ball. I love that. Oh, he's loving ball. Just Jeez. doesn't seem like doesn't seem like that hard of a question to answer. All right, Key's about to give you the straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. I can't very well call that straight talk. Key, let me ask you a simple question. And I've often said you could, you should hire, you should open a uh, consulting service. For for players and and executives in the media, it just doesn't seem like this is that hard to answer. <laughs> but I'm sure, Key, you will have the perfect answer to that question. So let me ask you, okay? I'll be the hey, uh, Key. You love, or uh, you're Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Aaron, you love playing in, you love being in Green Bay, huh? The Black Aaron Rodgers will answer. <laughs> um, I think that you know, I yeah, I, I enjoy being in Green Bay. It's been great to me and my family. Uh, you know, we've enjoyed a nice run here, and we want to bring championship to all the fans here in Green Bay. And and uh, we're having a great season, and we want to just continue it. Uh, by the way, you give me nothing now. Well, no, we can't talk about it, nothing. You know why? It's the perfect answer. It's perfect. Perfect. What's wrong with that, Jay? Well, like, Key, can we see your toe? Um, can you put your toe up in the screen, Key? <coughs> there it is. My pinky, Did you shot today? my pinky oh, toe. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Why does that look like that hurts so much? For you? <laughs> yeah, why don't you stretch a he little has bit? He's not been doing <laughs> yoga. You why are not you been working no flexibility. Well, here. no, I'm trying. It, the reason is that I'm trying not to knock over my equipment. It's really tight in here, and I'm long, so I want to yeah. be nice and you know I want to make sure that I'm not knocking stuff over. I mean, I could go up fast if you want me to. I could do that. Yeah, I'm not. By the way, Jay, I'm not I one to see your legs like that. Not Jay, I'm like not that. one to talk. I drop something on the ground. I'm like. I look down. I think, oh, this is not going to be fun to get that. No, it did feel. It did look as though. It did look as though I was struggling, but I just didn't want to knock stuff over like I did yesterday. I knocked some stuff over, and it was chaotic in the control room. Oh, yeah, your, your IT band, your hip flexors looked like a whole bunch of stuff needed to but, get worked out there. But Aaron Rodgers, he likes to keep it vague and have people like Max and individuals that like that gossipy stuff to mm-hmm. be able to gossip and, and be able to talk about it. So he dangles the carrot in front of them, and guess what they do? They bite immediately, and he pulls it away and leaves just enough for him to come back just in case. And that's what happens. It almost. He says this, so now what we're doing right now, we're dissecting it. And he loves that key. I mean, he loves toying with people emotionally. Like, he, 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 he 
lives in that space. And you know how he answers it today when he gets asked about it, if he gets asked about it? <laughs> I, I didn't say I didn't love the Green Bay Packers. I just said I love football. I love football. I mean, What's it's almost as though football? he has an interest in having people wait every week for his appearance on the Pat McAfee show. So they will tune in. The media will play the clips. It's almost as though he has an interest in that. He's going to win a sports semi. I'll tell you at this rate. Yeah, Max, why wouldn't he when he knows that you're going to run to it? That's part of it. People set you up and you fall for it. They they continue to uh, lure you in. And the more and more you starve for it and you go back to it. And that's genius of him if that's truly really his intentions and who he is. I mean, you see it all the time. People talk about something, right? They'll talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And you'd be like, why do they keep talking about this? And then all of a sudden, they want to pitch you something. And you're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You're on the, yeah, they keep, they keep them on yes. your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, here's how Jeff Saturday and Brandon Marshall, former wide receiver star, Reacted on a terrific new show, ESPN, 2 p.m. Eastern, handsome host. This just in, after Rodgers made those comments. Listen to this, guys. He ain't going to show us hit. Things are going to change in Green Bay or he's leaving Green Bay. That's what he said. Things are going to change. Super Bowl doesn't matter. Things are going to change for the organization and his relationship with it or this dude is out. He, he's talked about his piggy toe for six weeks. He loves the information. He's not bothered by people not liking him for what he's doing. You asked us earlier to pick who's coming out the NFC, and I picked the Packers. I'm now changing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, welcome to distraction. What are we doing here? All right. You heard, by the way, Key, I understood what he meant. Like, there's a reason Tom Brady has won seven. Belichick, Brady, I get it. He doesn't have Rodgers' talent, but he's won seven. And Rodgers, for all his talent, been on a lot of good teams. He's a champion. He's a great player, but he's won one. Will this have an impact on the Green Bay Packers' chances to win the Super Bowl? When, when you say impact, on, you have to give me some context okay. on what you mean by impact. What I mean is it's likely going to come down to certain moments of truth throughout the playoffs. And the teams that are on the same page, that are pulling together, all those cliches that we hear guys like you talking about through experience, right? Like they're cliche for a reason. Mm -hmm. That makes a difference to, at least it seems to me, in those little moments. Like I believe that a a Tom Brady-led team this year – will be on the same page, will be pulling in the same direction, will know that he's all in. Is that going to be the case for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? There, there is no case, right? And what I mean by that is he's been a Green Bay Packer however many years, 17 years or whatever it's been, and he's been in the league. He's been in that locker room. Players have come and go like an assembly line. He's been the constant guy that's there. Everybody knows who Aaron Rodgers is. So it's not – there's no rallying the troops. There's no galvanizing everybody together. Let's let's get this one last one in. We're gonna take a rah rah for it. They're not they're one game at a time. There's seven games to go before we get to the Super Bowl. That's the mindset that is going on in that locker room. It's not about well. Aaron Rodgers said this, so we gotta step up. They do that every single week that Wait, they Key, play. Wait, Keith, this is interesting. I want to let me just follow up here, Jay. I want to follow up on this thought. Are you? This is how I interpret that. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. It's not wrong. that. It's not that <laughs> this. It's not that this lessens the chances. Is that the chances given Aaron Rodgers are always what they are? This is no informa- new information for his team. So it's not like it's going to make the team play any worse than it's been playing or better. 
But that standard that he set, the players who've been in and out and the players who know what he's about already got used to that. Any advantage Tom Brady has by doing it a different way is already baked in to their chances of success, and this doesn't change anything. Is that right? That was a lot. That was a lot. Like, so in other, words, but, in other words, I'm like, hey, does this Max, lessen the that chance? Was, that was a lot. You got to yeah. dummy it down for me. Okay, let me, let me. Does this, does this lessen the chance, something like this? Does it cause a distraction? Does it cause a rift in the locker room? He's and been you're saying, balling. He's you're been saying, balling you know, out. This has nothing not to do only, with football. Not only balling out, no one gives a damn. That's right. We know who Aaron, Max, we know who Aaron Rodgers is. I'm in the locker room with him every single day. We're eating. We're going to his house. We're doing Christmas parties together. Mm-hmm. We're, we're at, there's nothing. This is for you. Mm-hmm. This is for you. Mm-hmm. This is for you mm-hmm. and others that host shows. That's, that's for them to jump on and just go crazy about. His mission is getting to the Super Bowl. The team's mission is getting to the Super Bowl. Nothing will derail that mission at all other than a bad football game. That's it. If you're Devontae Adams and you're scrolling through social media and you see this, you're like, <laughs> there goes Aaron getting him again. All right, like, let's go win it's this not game. Even, it's not even getting him again. It's I knew he was going to do that. Yeah. You know exactly what it is, Key. Because that has no effect. You. No. You has no, I, effect? no. Zero. Effect no. for what? He didn't do anything. And he's the only thing he said is I like – only thing he said was I like ball. Instead of when Pat McAfee teed it up and said Green Bay Packers, it's obvious that I like being in Green Bay and playing here. I don't need to reiterate that, answer that question again. So why? Like let me football. ask you this then. Why do you answer it differently? When I ask you, okay, because, key answer it. Why, because that's what's the way. The, what's the value in it? But that's the way I would answer the question, okay? Because I don't, I'm not trying to have you jump and bite every time I say something. Okay, so here's the question then. Is there a negative effect? It seems to me generally there is a belief that there's a general positive effect on not having the media bite, just staying away, putting your head down, getting the job done. And if that's the case, then there's value in answering it the way you answered, Key. And if there's value value in answering it that way, then there's negative value in answering it the other way. But I'm not on Jay Will's show. If I was on Jay Will's podcast and Jay Will was to ask me a question, my conversation with Jay Will would be totally different than it would with you, Max, because I treat you as a media person. I treat Jay Will as an ex-athlete. There's two different things here that we're dealing with. If it was me, Aaron Rodgers doesn't change when he's talking to media or talking to players. He'd rather give it to the ex-player because guess what you're going to do? You're going to go run to the ex-player site and visit it and look at it and dissect it and talk about it. So I'm putting my guy on. I'm putting Matt, Pat McAfee on. So it's a business decision. Hey, man. It's 1, simple and easy. It's not, it's not that difficult to see. And it's not that I, difficult to see. And key to add on to that, it's, mm-hmm. it also states to the Packers that I'm out here balling. I'm doing my thing. But just know, yeah. You need to think about it. Like, just that little, just keep thinking about it. Absolutely. Just keep thinking about it. There's a reason that Brandon Marshall, when he heard that, because my eyes opened too, said, you know what? Because everyone thought it's going to be close, Packers or Bucks. And when you hear something like that, my thought was same. It was like, I thought I liked, in 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 that moment of truth, give me Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I don't know. How many times, Max, have you heard in in your life as, as, as professional in sports and doing all this stuff, have you heard athletes say, man, you know, 
I'm not sure what I'm going to do next year. Mm-hmm. I haven't decided. The year comes, they play. The following season, man, I'm not sure what I'm going to do next year. It, y'all write stories and talk about it on your shows all day long. Yeah, I'm not sure. And it goes on for three or four years till finally they either retire or the team get tired of them saying it, and they say, man, we got to move on from you, mm-hmm. a la Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. it's the same thing. You going to hang on to that every little word on a constant basis, right. and it just keeps going, 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 and going. And we talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. It's great for content, though. No, no doubt about that. Let's bring Diana Russini into this and play Hot News or Not News. Good morning, Diana. Hey, Di. Good to be here, guys. Good to have hey. you, as always. So, In a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, well, you tell me. Is this hot news or oh, not news? You're wow. so scary. You're going to throw it to me. <laughs> And Diana Rossini is giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Diana, uh, Aaron Rodgers says he loves playing ball when asked if he loved being a Green Bay Packer. I love playing ball. Hot news or not news? Not news. Aaron Rodgers is smart. He has stuck with the same narrative all season long, which is he's going to stay away from all that talk about his future being a Green Bay Packer. He's doing a great job on the field, and he's just keeping it to football, so not news to me. Not news at all. She is 100% right. The only, it's only news to the people that want to bite, and there's a lot of people out there that want to bite on something that is nothing. Not news at all. I mean, he didn't say that he didn't love the Green Bay Packers. He just said he loves ball. Obviously, extremely hot news. No one was talking about the offseason into like, you know, mystery anymore. It was de- put to bed, and he just fanned the flame. It was as a little dying ember, and he gave it life just now. I, I, to me, for no good reason. Jerry Jones on if Dak is in a slump. I don't want to say that slump, but that's probably fair. Hot news or not news, Diana? Not news. Jerry says something wild every week. <laughs> it's Jerry. If it was someone else, if it was actually the head coach, Mike McCarthy, saying it, I think we'd be very, very concerned. Or if a teammate was saying it, but not not news. No, it's not It's not news at all. I mean, like, again, she's right. He says something every time he steps up to the mic. One, he's obligated to say something because he might even own the radio station that his show is on. You just never know. So, He's going to say those sort of things because it's Jerry. Uh, it's not news, but I love this so much because just think about it. When the coach says something, it's hot news. Yeah. But when the owner says something, it's not hot news. Like that's just in. But when the owner's Jerry, exactly. You know, they, exactly. It, it, we're not talking about a that's normal, what I'm saying. regular. It's the, the opposite yeah. of the normal situation. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's so true. It's crazy. You're right. In any other sport, if any other organization, if the owner came out and said that, it would be like, like oh, oh my goodness, my goodness. Yeah. Jerry. You're like, ah, oh, it's just yeah. Jerry being yeah. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry's crazy old man. What's the yeah. head coach actually <laughs> have to think about this? No, it's not news because what's he supposed to say? He's not a good quarterback. He's obviously like he's slumping. He's just it hadn't played very yeah. well. It's not. John Harbaugh says he's planning on Lamar Jackson at quarterback against Green Bay Packers on Sunday. Hot news or not news, This Diana. is fire hot news, and here's why. If Lamar Jackson isn't 100% and they're still going to play him, that's the wrong decision because this entire offense is based on his legs, his ability to run. That's what they're going to do first, right? And we saw this week in their backup quarterback, Tyler Huntley, he runs the same similar offense. He uses his legs. I think a... 100% Tyler Huntley is better than a 70% Lamar Jackson. Mm. Mm. 
It, it, it is it is hot news, and, I, and, and some of Diana, what she's saying is correct, but here's what I would say on to that. I don't know the severity of the injury, right? Ankles sometimes, and I've had ankles and high ankle sprains where it was like, oh, God, he's getting ready to miss several weeks, and then I give it a couple days, and the swelling goes down because bodies, people's bodies react differently than others. He certainly walked off the field under his own power. You didn't want him to walk into the locker room, so you gave him a ride on the cart. But you, after a few days of some treatment, some ultrasound, some, uh, some stem, some ice, the, all the different little things that they do to get you ready, he could be at that level of 100% by the time he takes the field on Sunday. I've seen it many times over. I'll allow you and Diana to, uh, to talk about, you know, whether he should be playing or not. But for me, honestly, this is hot news just because I get a chance to see Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers play against each other. Like the human joystick, the one guy that can actually keep his team in games, even if he is 70% die, I still love Lamar Jackson at 70% because he adds so much value to my team. Yeah, it's hot news. And, and Lamar does everything fast, including heel, apparently. And you got two, two miracle workers on either side of the, on, uh, you know, facing each other, Rodgers and Lamar. That's hot news. Uh, Diana Rossini, Odell Beckham Jr., and Chris Jones, both placed on the COVID-19 list. Which one is hotter news? Um, I'm going to go Chris Jones having COVID or at least being on the list as hot news right now because they play on Thursday. So he only has a few days here. And, you know, just to remind listeners, vaccinated players like Chris Jones would have to test negative in a tw- over a 24-hour period. And so head coach Andy Reid had said they haven't ruled him out. But you know this Chiefs defense that has imp- really significantly improved over the last month? Chris Jones is a big, big part of that. They're going to want him out on the field. But if, you, if I had to pick a player, uh, you know, who's in a better position, you know, Odo Beckham Jr., because they've got some days before they play. I, w- I would say hot news on both of them, although much like Diana said, that there is a little bit of a cushion to see the situation with OBJ. But just the fact that you have two players on two teams – that are trying to go in the same direction. You got Chris Jones, which is a staple of that defensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. Defense has gotten better, clearly. Now, all of a sudden, you run the risk of not having him there, and then OBJ has gotten on the same page with the Rams, and now you run the risk of not having him there as well. All right, guys. Diana, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. That was hot news or not news, not to trivialize like COVID, but it does have an effect. It is news on, like, who misses games. Heavy news right now for all sports. One shot, one guy. Take your pick from downtown. Next, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.